to the NABS Now podcast, brought to you by the National Association of Blind Students, a proud division of the National Federation of the Blind. Welcome to the Navs Now podcast. There are millions of video gamers out there all over this world. As games evolved, so have the communities. Platforms such as Discord and Twitch allow you to stream, chat, and talk to each other while you simultaneously play your games, compete with one another, and otherwise just have fun. And sure, there are audio games that are designed with blindness in mind to be fully accessible, with no graphics or visual whatsoever. What if you want to dive into that space of mainstream gaming? So that's what this episode is all about. So I sat down with two mainstream gamers who have found ways to make the visual component of video games accessible for themselves and share tips on how to do so. And perhaps this might give you a way into trying video games for the first time. Joining me on this Now studio are two gentlemen who are deeply invested in mainstream gaming. This is going to be a great way to start off 2023. So in no particular order, let's go ahead and get started. So James, would you like to start us off? Yeah, sure. My name is James Yessel, otherwise known as Blindly Playing Games on primarily Twitch, but I also do YouTube as well. I've done a few types of game streams, but I primarily play World of Warcraft and Overwatch. Those are probably the two primary games. And then a third would probably be Hearthstone. But I like trying other games, seeing what's accessible, um, and also mainly a PC gamer. It's probably important to some people to know. I've been playing games, you know, almost forever, but I really got into gaming a lot, probably around like the, the Halo 3, Modern Warfare 2 days on uh, Xbox 360. What about you, Ali? Me, I would say I've been playing video games since I was about six. I started with the PS2. That was what I played growing up, and then I got into PC games as well, and then I picked up with the PS4. I probably enjoy shooting games the most, but it's a little sad that not a lot of them are accessible. So I would say my next favorite would have to be fighting games, maybe Mortal Kombat, Tekken 5, just for the flashbacks, and I'm a huge soccer fan, so of course I'm like BS and FIFA. Oh, wow. Two different game consoles here? GTA. Yeah, GTA. For sure. So what would you say is your favorite part of just playing video games? I guess I could start real quick. Uh, for me, video games have always been really about the, the social aspect, honestly. Even when I could see uh, a bit. So, so I, I was born legally blind, just as some context, and now I'm totally blind. I always just played to play essentially with friends and just to kind of uh, talk with uh, people and have like a chat room and stuff like that. And that's, again, kind of a lot of that started with... Uh, Xbox 360, Xbox Live, Modern Warfare 2, and eventually turned into World of Warcraft. So I just like the the communities that gaming fosters. Just hanging out with my friends, essentially. Sure, it's really cool. What about you, Ali? I apologize if this takes a minute to slow me down, but for me, it's two reasons. It would have to be the first one for sure: the memories and the social aspect. Just growing up, I was mostly the only blind one with my friend group, and so I had a best friend that would always just play PS with me. And he taught me all the games that were basically inaccessible. He taught me the whole menu, the whole map, the whole setup. And he would just tell me what to do or like where to go. And then we would always play together all the time. So it's great. From there, I started always just exploring different games I could play. And even games I can't play, I would always try to figure out. And 
I would say the other part for me is uh, I just need to get away and a way to like reset my brain. I make a lot of music. I get stressed out a lot. I have writer's block and being able to just game with friends, get lost for an hour. And it's like in a way, it just shows you different diversities. Because like I'll play World of Warcraft and I'll get into this like this whole world. And then two hours later, I'm shooting and I'm yelling. And it's just it's great. You're like the multi dimensional yeah, exploration kind of rpg games are great fighting games are great and have you too had to ever disclose to your followers about your blindness and how was that how was the general overall perception of that do you think that have perhaps lifted up your voices or have faced any backlashes or anything uh for streaming on twitch even in my name you know i say blindly playing games so it's definitely a known thing when it mm-hmm. comes to that but there's definitely been mixed reactions i've had people anywhere from you know saying i'm faking it to saying honestly anything asking me like weird questions do blind people cry do blind people imagine so interesting conversation with people um i remember a debate i had with with the chat you know can blind people imagine that will last for a bit okay but some people are, are like oh like you know never really thought this was possible and it's really cool that uh you're doing this and it's like to learn how it is and just like have a different perspective on it you know and um, there's even been like some techniques and like modifications and add-ons that I use for say like World of Warcraft that even sighted people have used because they found it helpful in their own way. So definitely mixed, but it always makes things interesting. I, I actually enjoy uh, talking with the the people trying to troll me. So um, that's yeah, great. It's fun. Yeah. Trolls get always learns a thing or two from a blind guy. That's <laughs> the way I see it. You know, no matter if you're in the gaming space, kind of a comedic space or a TikToker, or, or creator in general. What about you, Ali? What's your take on this one? Yeah, so there's always going to be the weird questions, but that's just going to be a part of being blind no matter what you do because whenever something is different, people are going to ask questions about it. I'm sure us as blind people, we ask, we get just as like baffled when we hear about another disability. And so to me, that's normal. Personally, I believe you should just embrace being blind don't make it who you are fully like that's all that defines you but it's better to embrace it than not you know show it to your followers i do stream with a friend of mine we recently hosted an all-female mortal Kombat event and it was sponsored by a gaming website an all-female ran gaming website so awesome. i think it's cool like i said it ranges because people have different opinions some are going to think mm-hmm. it's cool some are going to question it and some are going to hate on it and you just got to do what you want to do and that's about it not letting those hold hold you back from really doing what you want to do. And... People are going to talk regardless. That's what you, like a lesson I feel like we should all learn. So Exactly. Yeah. You got to do what you want to do. They're going to talk either way. So recently I was in a side streamer did this event where he made teams and it was a blind person who has to get a sighted partner, but the sighted partner needed to be blindfolded while they compete. And it was kind of cool seeing a bunch of professional stream, like sighted streamers become blindfolded and then all of them got to share their experience while being blindfolded on a webcam. And they all spoke about how they never paid attention to the little sounds and the cues and the stereo and how it made the game like a way better experience for them when they actually paid attention to all wow, the little that's details. that's fantastic. So it was cool seeing other people. I'm sure. Absolutely. What game were they playing? It was MK, Mortal Kombat. Oh, okay, okay. Gotcha. Oh, that'd be cool to take them into kind of that space. Yeah, like I said, I, I try to do that with World of Warcraft a little bit as well. I try to get some people to, you know, turn off their monitor and see what they can do and try to play with the, the mods I have and <laughs> just see how it goes. So. Yeah, I'm surprised I didn't see you on there. I was I was on World of Warcraft for a while. We'll, we'll oh, talk man. about that one. Yeah, we, we, can, we can go back to WoW, okay? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm always down to play some WoW. 
Ali, that sounds really cool. Giving sighted people a control environment to experience and appreciate some of the adaptive ways as you two blind gamers could do what sighted people can do with alternative ways and getting to appreciate really those elements within mainstream video games just a great reminder that blind people could do anything they can do with alternative techniques and ways what type of games do you guys find it pretty accessible in overall were there any particular games that you find it like more accessible than others or do you guys really particularly feel like any games can be made accessible? It's a little complicated question. So I feel like fighting games are always going to be easier because it's mostly 2D or 3D and you can hear left to right in most games. Mm-hmm. I the really stereo. think yeah. it's on the developers because as you can see, they made The Last of Us Part Two, Call of Duty, God of War, fully accessible. Black people can play it, no problem. Full, from start to end, you can shoot, aim, walk on your own, everything. The only thing is that it's not online. So I feel like we could play a variety of different games. It's just that developers don't want to put in the extra work. And I understand that. We're a small community, and they don't want to spend put all that budget. But I feel like it would really be great if we could have access to more RPG games or shooting games and not just be stuck with one type of genre for the most part. Yeah, and... um Ollie has way more experience than me with fighting games. I honestly kind of stay away from fighting games, whatever. Just not my thing. Uh, nothing against them, though. I've just heard of a lot of people playing fighting games for the longest time. Maybe I should get into it. Just like uh, the God of War game and even The Last of Us Part Two was kind of like one of the first uh, AAA games that was fully accessible. I've actually not played either because I don't actually have a PlayStation. Again, PC gamer over here. For World of Warcraft and things, I think games can definitely be adapted. That's kind of what I had to do with World of Warcraft in particular because I knew people played the game totally blind, but I started playing the game with some vision. So once I lost the vision, I I needed to figure out how to adapt the game myself. And uh, there weren't a lot of resources out there, um, again, other than just people saying that they have played the game. So I kind of just made my own list of in-game commands, you would say. They're almost like running the scripts in the game, typing like on console or something on a computer where you could type this string of text and it would bring up, say, a dialog box instead of having to click on it. And uh, World of Warcraft is really good in that sense. So I kind of learned how to do the majority of things with a keyboard instead of a mouse. And then, you know, I throw all that in a Word document, eventually post it on Reddit. And that's how uh, I kind of started streaming as well. It's like, oh, you know, this is pretty cool that I compiled this and maybe people would find it interesting as well. Start my Twitch and, you know, see if people would like to come along the journey on uh, streaming while blind. A lot of games can be made accessible. There's a lot of things you can do to find them more accessible, just like Overwatch as well. A lot of first person shooters, FPSs are not very accessible for obvious reasons, first person and trying to, you know, aim and shoot and all that stuff. But Overwatch has some, you know, classes where they have, say, uh, a turret class where you can throw down a turret to uh, shoot at people to help you out. And that'd be like Torb or Symmetra. And, you know, you kind of make things work. I'd say Overwatch is one of the more accessible FPSs. So, yeah, there's just a lot of things you have to consider and a lot of things that you can actually do to make some games accessible. I like both of your really mindset of there's always ways to make things accessible. So speaking of developers, what mainstream games out there that you guys would like to see become more accessible? Oh man, games? I mean, we have to break it down by genres. Uh, there's too right. many games out there. So for me, I guess like the thing that I miss the most is probably, again, going back to the, the first person shooters and playing Halo 3 or playing Modern Ooh. Warfare 2 or the, the foundational games. And to make that accessible be would be awesome. Also, very difficult, fair, you know, that it's uh, not the easiest thing to do. 
And I think in the majority of games, I think the most difficult thing to do is to make the navigation in the game accessible for like totally blind users because everything else can can be adapted. There can be sound cues, there can be menus that are text-to-speech, there can be a lot of things, but it's hard to make it so that you know where you're going, but also not making it so that like your character will auto run somewhere, you know? So to mm-hmm. have that exploration and to have the freedom, but to also do that while totally blind, I think is the most difficult thing. Yeah. But going back to the question, you know, primarily, it, it'd be really cool to have first person shooters made fully accessible because I still get some of the World of Warcraft thing since I can still play that and do Hearthstone and things like that. But first person shooters are the thing I think that's lacking the most for me. Gotcha. I always wonder if there's like an accessible mode type of thing. You launched a game and there's like menus you can scroll around to settings and then like turn on accessible mode that type of thing that'd be pretty neat kind of an overlay i mean fortunately some games or maybe even a decent amount of games these days are coming out with narrated menus like screen readers and they're kind of like own in-game screen reader per se but sometimes that's the only thing they do right so like right. the menus will be text to speech but the, whole, the none of the game like will be accessible. the elements yeah like the awful parts the industry in general is moving forward which is right. a gleam of light so and i think we've seen that too right both Xbox and uh, PlayStation both adding the screen reader mm-hmm. system wide. Yep. So definitely it's heading towards the right direction. I just all I, I'm gonna go back to the PS2 days because that's my childhood and there was a lot of games I really wanted to play. The story games and everything. And really, yeah. all we need, we don't need super like we can figure stuff out. We can hear things. We can. And I know like a lot of times there's misconception about blindness, but all we really need is like an indicator when we're walking to know where we're going. And a speech that would read everything. Right. That was really all. And everything else you could figure out. Because if I could read what I have, my inventory, what's around me, and I could walk and not get lost, I could figure out the map. I could memorize the map. I could memorize stuff. So that's about it for me. But I do want to shout out some developers that have made a lot of games accessible for us, such as Hearthstone, World of Warcraft, and all that from scratch. And I just want to mention these developers are not getting paid. They're not working for any company or anything. They're just doing it because they want blind people to have more accessible games and the thing that upsets me is that sometimes when the developers are like taking their time with the update a lot of blind people will be a little rude with the way they ask for that Mm. update and to me i feel like we should appreciate the fact that somebody's making these games accessible for us without getting paid for it so google appreciate you i think we could kind of come to a close on this segment of this episode which is advice piece i like to kind of close it off with an advice so if we got listeners who are potentially exploring kind of the world of mainstream games or what that would look like to become an online gamer kind of be part of that community what are some advice that you guys like to throw out there for them some words of encouragement i think starting to game now as a blind person has been the most successful that's ever been so i think that is uh you know one step forward and if somebody has never done it before but they're interested in it like this is definitely a good time to start if you don't necessarily have like a good like gaming computer or anything like that like i would suggest starting with a playstation because i think technically they have more accessible at least triple a games again going back to like the last of us part two the new god of war game but no like it can definitely be fun and you can find like people in their communities and you can uh you know just have like the good community around the games that you're playing itself so i i just wouldn't discourage anybody from starting to get into it and learn a little more because it's a good time to start a lot of us need to realize that as a blind community we're a minority 
And we just can't expect the world to make everything accessible for us and make everything work for us just because that's the way we want it to work. I know it sucks and I know that's not what we want to hear, but that's the reality. So I just want us to be more appreciative and understand the fact that 10 years ago, I used to play with my ear to the TV and now I actually have stereo and I have a speech and I actually could game regularly. So it's great. You don't have to be a professional gamer. It's just a good time to spend, get away from your passion, whatever you do, just reset and have fun, socialize with friends. And like I said, I just appreciate everybody who's helping make it more accessible. And I think that's all we need. Just add more speeches in the game and a way for us to navigate. I appreciate you for having us here. It's been great. I know gaming may not be perfectly accessible. You know, just like many things in life with proper skills and adaptations, techniques, Video gaming could be a very viable option for any blind people to enjoy. And like Ali said, if developers could add simple and small adaptations to the game, this entire gaming space would get very accessible. Thank you again, James, for Ali, for sharing your experiences about gaming. Thank you to our special guests, James Yessel and Ali Wolfie. This episode is hosted by me, Seiya Choi, and created and produced by Kendrick Tella and Seiya Choi out of the National Association of Blind Students Content Creation Committee. Visit us on the web at www.napslink.org or on Facebook at facebook.com slash napspage. Twitter and Instagram at napslink. Thank you for listening.